September 13th through 15th, and we're back in your podcast feed after a little hiatus. We'll explain that in just a bit, but first, I'm your host, Abby Larico, and this is an Abby Eats St. Louis Small Bite, joined once again by my big partner in crime, <laughs> Dory Olmos. Hello, everybody. And we're partners in crime in more ways than one now. I can yes. S- we can officially say that. We've traveled together now. We've taken <laughs> on the coast. So apologies for not being able to give you the lowdown on the last the events in St. Louis. Lewis happening last weekend because Dory and I were called out for hurricane coverage. So we, long story short of that is we wound up going to the coast to help out some of our sister stations um, in their Hurricane Dorian coverage. It was all sorts of interesting getting to know the uh, different newsrooms. That's always fun. Literally a total change of climate. Um, And it was my first hurricane that I've covered. And so that was an experience. Yeah, you were like, in it. I was nice and dry at the mm-hmm. station. I know very and well. And I was <laughs> watching you get pelted in the face with wind and rain. And I'm like, oh, poor Abby. But she's out there. She's doing it. If at least I was able to go through that experience of becoming a GIF worthy reporter without ever actually becoming a GIF or a meme or yeah. anything like that. So I think I avoided doing anything, doing anything stupid. But uh, thanks to everybody who sent notes and things like that, wishing uh, safety and all of that. And we're happy to be back here in St. Louis. Yeah. Talking about St. Louis, but we got a little taste of St. Louis while we were out there, especially when we went out to Norfolk, (laughs) Virginia. Um, We got to go to a place that I was not expecting. I was not aware of it out there. Yes, it's called Dumars Drive-In, and it looks exactly like you'd expect right down to the old muscle cars that were on display out front. I think it's a club that gets together certain weeknights. But we went out there. um, Dory and I went and did a little bit of exploring. We were pretty tired, and this was before the storm really hit. But we decided we were going to do a little bit of exploring. And when we went to Dumars Drive-In... the insistence, really, of uh, former Five on Your Side meteorologist Craig Moeller, who's back <laughs> out there now. And it was for good reason. Yes. So there's a lot of history there. That is where the ice cream cone was actually invented. Now, I've mentioned this to some people mm-hmm. since we've come back, and they're like, wait, I thought the ice cream cone was invented here. It's like, no, actually, it was invented in Norfolk mm-hmm. and then debuted in St. Louis exactly. at the 1904 World's Fair. So there's always a backstory to any St. Louis thing, right? Right. And let's be honest here, if we're going to really dive into things, I'm sure that there's other variations. It's kind of like the potato chip episode where we're talking yep. about how there's a common lore and then there's the whatever the story actually is. Um, but regardless, the popular the popular culture history slash um, you know, common ex- commonly accepted story storyline is that this guy, the Dumar family, mm-hmm. invented the ice cream cone out there and then debuted it in 1904. And then in 1905, established Dumar's br- drive-in. I would be very surprised if it looks that different um, because it, it's old school. It's old school, classic drive-in. They mm-hmm. still have like the little kind of car bays where you yes. can pull up and they got the curbside service. They um, even have up front, this was my favorite mm. thing, and we'll have to post some pictures we'll on social pictures. media. Um, they had the first mass 
I like I guess the machine that you'd sort be able of. to quote unquote mass produce um, waffle cones. You could make like a dozen at a time, but it was cool. It was a nice little uh, very St. Louis girl thing to do when yes. we get out there. It was a nice little surprise, and mm-hmm. the ice cream and the cone were so good. The cone was so good. Yes, the ice cream was really mm-hmm. good, but I was like a little distracted because I just kept wanting to get get out to that the cone. cone right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so speaking of things that are crunchy and delicious, we are so excited about how many of you guys had comments and things to say about our Red Hot Ripplets episode. So popular, yes. Yes, I know that you're saying on Instagram we've been having a lot of people. Instagram, Facebook, the web story is still going crazy. A lot of people saying, oh, now that you guys have talked about this, I've put in an order. I've got Red Hot Ripplets coming my way. Or we've even had some people in the newsroom tried them for the first time. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the recording that I have of one Allie Corey um, as she tries the Red Hot Ripplet for the first time. And um, you know what? We're supposed to be objective, but we're also like unapologetic St. Louis mm-hmm. girls um, yes. with a lot of food love. But Allie is a St. Louis transplant. And so her first time trying the Red Hot Ripplet, let's just say it didn't go as um, we would have hoped. Yes. Just listen in. Ripplets that I've heard so much about thanks to Abby Larico's piece and Dory almost talking nonstop about these things. I don't like spicy foods. Do but you like barbecue? I like barbecue, but not barbecue chips. And how the heck did you wind up in St. Louis? Yeah, I don't know. That's her sniffing it. Okay. <laughs> Smell is... It's okay. <laughs> this is where she makes a face that I've... It's like everything... It's like spicy and then barbecue. Yeah. And then So do you think if you liked spicy and barbecue, you would like the spicy... Oh, she made a face. Oh, another face. <laughs> now it was just too spicy for her. I was pushing. I was saying. And then, yeah. she, then she became a little diplomatic and says, you know what? Maybe, yeah, I can see how I'd like it. And then had to drink another glass of water. So you know what? <laughs> That, it is what it is. That spice hit her a little bit harder than most, I think. I know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people just can't handle the heat. But it was um, it was funny how she opened it up and started, like, sniffing the bag. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, Allie. But, yes, a um, lot of great comments, uh, feedback on that. And it was interesting. Um, I had one particular social media message that I wanted to make sure we shared so this is probably my favorite bit of feedback we've ever gotten on the podcast. Um, Kurt wrote on my Facebook page, your podcast should come with a disclaimer. I listened to this on the way home from the office, and it made me so hungry for these, again, the Red Hot Ripplets. So my wife put the seasoning on some zucchini in the air fryer for me. How oh, good does that sound, genius. right? And then listen to this. And I think every episode has made me hungry or thirsty. I also <laughs> bought some cocktail in a can on the way home as well. He went with lavender and lemonade oh, from 1220. Oh, one of my favorites, yeah. Yes. I mean, it was that. It's like my favorite kind of feedback because, hello. Yeah. Like, that's exactly it. what we want to do. It's exactly what we want to do. We want to inspire you guys to get out of your comfort zones, try new things, learn, and, yeah, be hungry. Be hungry. I like that. That's, you know, speaking of trying new things, um, we've got some news yes. when it comes to St. Louis food things. So going from talking about those classic Red Hot Ripplets to some other things that are kind of becoming a new classic in St. Louis. Yes, Shake Shack. We're getting a second one here in town. I'm not sure exactly when this is going to open, but mm-hmm. according to the Business Journal, it's going to be coming to the Ledoux Crossing Shopping Center. That's okay. a big spot right there. Yeah, um, right off the highway. So right it's off easy the highway. To yep. Um, one little catch here, though, Ledoux hasn't approved it yet, but after the 
amount of attention that this has been getting this week, I can't imagine that they're going to say no. And I'm sure if they say no, like a million other little communities here are going to be raising their hands like, okay, we'll take it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And just based on, um, so I have a lot of family out in the West County area and man, it was the easiest thing in the world to get them to come visit me in the Central West End when that <laughs> Shake Shack opened. And it'd be a lot closer to my grandmother, who loves the, the chicken sandwich and stuff there. Mm. It's cool um, to see them opening a little bit more here in St. Louis, considering the founder is from St. Louis. Yes, exactly. Another one of those situations where I guess you got to leave St. Louis sometimes, spread your wings, fly, and then you got to fly home. Come back. Yep. And bring more Shake Shacks. Exactly. You could use more. <laughs> exactly. And if you happen to be listening to this podcast, anybody who's in control of Shake Shack, we'd love to do an interview sometime. Oh, yeah. Shout Email out. us. Yes. Get in touch. <laughs> um, another big opening that's coming soon, Mission Taco Joint's coming to Kirkwood. This is going to be in that former Kirkwood Station Brewing Company location. Yeah. That's a good spot. Like a really Such big a good spot. spot there. Um, that's going to be happening sometime next year. Now, this location is going to be a little different. They're going to have an arcade, a grab-and-go section, which is really cool. Um, they're going to have some experimental cocktails. And then also this is where they're going to be making their uh, tortillas. Now, oh, I, cool. I think we talked to somebody in one of our past interviews who mentioned like, oh, this is coming. They yeah. make like thousands of tortillas a day or something crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a that. big spot for them there. This is news that when it broke, I it was one of those things where I thought we already knew that. That's what yeah, <laughs> we talked to somebody yes. who told us like off the record. Off the record. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing about this. Is <laughs> I want to sit there and tell everyone, uh, don't worry, future interviewees, I will keep things on the down low if it needs to be off the record or held for release. But when it comes to food stuff, it's just like really mm-hmm. hard to not talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, I, It was sad to see the Kirkwood Station close just because that's where... It's a good spot. Mm-hmm. I've gotten many a family dinner there and a good beer after, I don't know, going and seeing my little brother at the School of Rock or something like that. <laughs> so it's fun. But that being said, Mission Taco Joint, man. Yes, I there. wonder who's, who do you think is more likely to be a major thing nationwide first, Mission Taco or Sugar Fire? I think Sugar Fire. Yeah. I think Sugar Fire. But tacos, everybody loves tacos. Yeah. And that's such a huge thing, so I don't know. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. I yeah. think I might be saying, I might say Sugar Fire, too, actually. Yes. It's barbecue. Barbecue. Yep. Yes. Um, so something else happening nationwide. Wendy's is going to start serving breakfast next year. How did we not what? even demand breakfast from Wendy's yet? I never even thought about it. Um, Especially, like, something with their fries or with their spicy the nuggets. spicy chicken. Ugh. Yes. Um, signature items are going to include breakfast, baconators, which, of course. heck yes. Mm-hmm. A frosty chino. <gasps> even bigger heck yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can I still put french fries in it if it's coffee in yes, it? Yes. Yes. It's allowed. <laughs> I allow that. Um, and honey butter chicken biscuits. Absolutely. I love chicken biscuits as my go-to like fast food breakfast mm-hmm. if it's not from Quick Trip at least. Mm-hmm. Quick Trip, got to go with the taquitos. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's exciting. I would definitely try that. All right. One more thing for you this week. Thrillist is out with its new list of the 33 best barbecue joints in America. And of course, St. Louis is on this list with not one, but two locations. Woo-woo. Yeah. Uh, Beastcraft Barbecue, which has locations in Belleville and the new one in the Grove. Yes. They are on there. The article really talked about not just your standard barbecue that they have there, but the reverse seared pork steak and Brussels sprouts, which sounds I so haven't ha- tried that from there, but I'm a sucker for a good pork steak, so mm-hmm. that sounds really good. And then, of course, we both love Pappies. Pappies. They're also on the list. That's a duh add to the list, yeah. Yes. Gotta add them. Yep. Um, so I haven't eaten at any of those places this week, but... 
I have had some good stuff to eat this week. Dory, yeah. what about you, though, first? What's the best so, thing you had to eat this week? Speaking of barbecue and, and with us traveling, too, you kind of mentioned it when we were on the road. You're like, I just want to go home and just grab something out of the fridge. Yes, right? I really did. I'm not going to lie. It was, yeah. it was tough because we didn't get back until over the weekend. Yep. So. so ran to the grocery store, though, real quick, and I just grabbed some mac and cheese from Sugar Fire because, you know, they're packaging their sides and their yeah. meats now from Schnucks. And I grabbed one of the mac and cheese, I put it in the microwave, and then I dumped some Red Hot Ripless seasoning on yes, top. Yes, girl, yes! <laughs> so good. That's just, that was the best thing I ate this week because it was just comforting, and it had that little bit of Red Hot Ripplet spice to it. It was perfect. That's that all I needed. That is a really good welcome home to St. Yes. Louis comfort food. Yes. Very cool. Um, well, I want to do uh, two quick little notes. Um, on Saturday night, I got back just in time for a uh, farewell party for our colleague, Brandon Murano. He's a reporter here at Five on Your Side who's about to be uh, go off on a deployment. And so we had a little going away party for him. And I just, I mean, my... Cocktails were fine. I just got a whiskey sour on the rooftop, though, mm-hmm. of the last hotel. And I just wanted to give them a shout out because that's if you haven't gotten a chance to go there yet, just opened up this summer. Very cool location. So um, if your idea of a nice little night out also includes a cool view of St. Louis, I would recommend that. But then when it comes to eating, I had to eat something the next day. So, yes, like Dory said, kind of tired, didn't really want to go too far from home. So I stayed in the central West End, but I went to retreat gastro pub and had their seasonal quiche. And they, the quiche can sometimes differ by day. On Sunday, it had bacon and smoked Gouda. Oh my gosh. Which was phenomenal. But the best thing about it though, is the seasonal part, which is that they use seasonal vegetables. Hmm. And so right now it's tomatoes. And these tomatoes, I could have eaten an entire, I'm not the biggest tomato person. I could have eaten an entire bowl of these little cherry tomatoes soaked in and balsamic to perfection. It had some greens on top and just like I felt like I was eating a salad along with that quiche and yes. it was perfect amounts of filling. It was not too much for breakfast, but it was like filled me up for the day to get my day started. It was so, so good. One of the best things I've had for breakfast in a long time, to eat in general in a long time. I might be able to try to make that at home because my mom just brought over a little bag of homegrown cherry tomatoes. Mm, so I love just yes. like letting them, so- cutting them and letting them soak in some balsamic. But I'm going to try that. I wonder what kind they use there, what special oh. thing they do. It was so good. Maybe you need to do a research trip. Go Ooh. to retreat first and then try and it. And then try it at home. <laughs> yes. And so before we dip into the weekend planner, I want to give a quick shout out to the March of Dimes um, because we're recording this on Thursday the 12th, but um, tonight I'm going to be the MC of their signature chef's dinner. And that is probably the coolest thing I've ever been asked to do as a not like they ask us to do things like Mm -hmm. this sometimes but I'm really excited about this one because it has so many great chefs some of whom have been on the podcast Quitron from um, Mm -hmm. Miley and Nudo House Um, of course Michael Galena he's going to be there Um, the guys from Pappy's Um, but then there's also a couple people like, how many times have I said I need to meet Rick Lewis? So, Rick Lewis, if you're listening to this, I might have met you the night before you listened to this. So, yeah, I mean, of Grace Meet and Three. So, all sorts of really cool chefs and things. And so, um, if you're interested in learning more about what the March of Dimes does um, and how you can kind of support their cause, it's a really great organization helping mothers um, who are in at-risk pregnancies or premature give birth to premature babies. Um, they, they're they there with the families for a really long time from beginning to end of, or I don't want to say end, from beginning to birth and then and beyond. And beyond. So it's really cool. I've learned a lot about them. Um, if you want to learn more, visit 
the KSDK.com story. We have one on our website right yep. now. Um, let's look forward to the weekend. Again, a lot of things that are happening through the whole weekend. So, yeah. Dory, you want to take the first one? I'd say the biggest one is the Taste of St. Louis. Absolutely. And it's coming back to downtown. So I haven't been to this yet. Have you been to one of these yet? So one thing we want to note, it's different than Taste of Downtown St. Louis. So okay. Taste of Downtown St. Louis last year, yes. Um, I've been to Taste of St. Louis years ago. Okay. I, I didn't go last year, but um, I've been years and years ago. I love these kind of events, I though, because them. it's such a good opportunity to try the places you wanted to try mm-hmm. and get to know what the food scene is going to be like, you know, or is already like if you haven't explored out of your comfort zone. Lately. Right. So, like I said, this is coming back downtown. It was in Chesterfield for a couple of years. It's going to be at Soldier Memorial Park. Awesome. They've got about 40 restaurants. You can enjoy a beer garden, live music, and there's going to be a chef battle, uh, including a couple other people that we've had on the podcast here, including Chef Burke, who's with Union 30. Love him. And Matthew Dawson, who's with Cafe Core. Also, oh my gosh, can you imagine? Those two have... Like some of the coolest minds of any mm-hmm. chefs we've talked to also. Yep. That's going to be, that'll be fun to see what they come up with. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be there this weekend. Um, if you are feeling fall, even though we already, we kind of have this summer weather, we're still rocking here in <laughs> St. Louis. Um, it is Oktoberfest season and Hofbrau mm-hmm. House in Belleville is having their celebration this whole weekend, Friday to Sunday. They're going to have a beer tent, live music, duh, it's you know, it's Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest. <laughs> but this one is a very St. Louis style Oktoberfest because it's going to have the Steve Uick band, uh, obviously the front man for the urge, but also the guy behind mm-hmm. Steve's hot dogs. Um, so he's going to be there. Uh, they're having brunch on Sunday and this is a kid friendly Oktoberfest celebration. So I like to tell people if you're going out to Eckert's, go yes. do your Eckert's things and then on the way back, stop there for beer and food. Yes, all you people who are excited about fall, fall, go do that this weekend. Just <laughs> go do that, and I might sit at the pool while you go do that. But, um, Saturday, and uh, we have a couple other events that we want to mention for Saturday, too. Yes, Schlafly's Hop in the City. This Love is their the 21st annual event, so it's officially legal, I guess you could say. Woohoo! Woo! That is Saturday, 11 to 4 at the Tap Room in downtown West. Uh, you do need a ticket for this mm-hmm. one. It'll be $45 at the door. But that gets you a tasting glass and unlimited samples of probably just about every beer that Schlafly has. Wow. I can name people who would spend more than that at a probably <laughs> less fun event. So that's awesome. And then um, another cool event happening this weekend is the Taste of Black St. Louis in Tower Grove Park. Um, this is the second year they're doing it. And it's really, I mean, their first year, they came out of the gate strong. 7,000 people with 50 food, food vendors last year. So they they say they anticipate this year being even bigger. bigger. Mm-hmm. So um, as always, let us know what you guys are doing this weekend and make sure you please double check before you head out the door. You know how St. Louis weather will change some things. Um, but afterward, send us your pictures. Tag us. Uh, mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys wind up doing. Let us know the food news that you're interested about, learning more about. Um what do you think? Do you think that Mission Taco or Sugar Fire is going to win the race for nationwide domination? Or you know what? I'm going to throw a third one I in I was there. just going to throw a third one in. Okay, let's count to three, and who is the third one you're going to name? One, two, three. Clementines. Clementines. Yes! yes! <laughs> this, my friends, this is, is proof positive that Dory and I have spent way too much time together, so we'll let you all go and hope you have an awesome weekend. Instagram is at Louis. Email us at podcast at ksdk.com. Subscribe, subscribe, review. View, rate, comment, and seize the plate. On it. Perfect. Again, spending excellent <laughs> amounts much. of time together. <laughs>